0: Welcome to the Crazy Jerry Podcast, folks. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by anyone that's listening out there. I'd like to thank Buzzsprout. I'd like to thank Podbean. This is a live Podbean uh, podcast. I'm doing this for the purpose of people out there who are not heard of, not listened to. I I I wanted to start a podcast for those who... who, uh, who are disabled and don't have a voice. And when, you, when when we don't have a voice, we get forgotten, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get lonely in every way, shape, and form, as you can think of. So here we go. So I've had this podcast for over a year, and it hasn't been really doing great because I haven't put my 300% to it. Uh, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go with. I do want to tell people that I talk about everything. I talk about sports. I talk about life. I talk about um, people who are going through addictions, and so sometimes people fall on addictions. Some people don't, but I I try my best to to have people on my show, friends that talk about being disabled as I am. I do have some form of a stroke, cerebral palsy. I do um, sometimes kind of linger in my own disability about not being able to do the things that I wish I could do uh, that I would. For example, my left hand doesn't really work at all. So anything with sports, I'd be very limited to my ability to to play. And I happen to be short as well, so even if I want to play baseball, basketball, uh, anything that has to do with two hands, I'm that guy that wishes I had two hands that worked. So I'm in my I'm I'm in my forties. I try my best to to elaborate everything possible in my life. So today I'm going to try to talk about religion and the news and i was brought up as a as a christian man i was born as a uh, i was born as a catholic i was adopted so the country that i was born into was profound catholicism i i i was then converted to christianity so my purpose in my life or at the time when I was younger to believe in Jesus Christ as a, the Lord and Savior. And that's the only way to get to heaven. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I was younger, I really didn't understand church. And I still don't really understand church myself, even as I'm 45 years old. So when the man talks about what things that we should do as Christians or Jews or Muslims whatever platform you're uh, with or whatever uh, religion that you believe in or God or, or prophet that you believe in, I didn't really understand the idea of how does one man who take an Old Testament or the New Testament or the Quran, or the Torah or the Book of Mormon or any of those and have any indication what God really wants and needs or what he wants from us. By saying that, then it got me into a p- situation where I didn't really enjoy church because I thought that that it was kind of a nonsense for someone to just kind of grab at you and tell you how you should feel about God himself. And some people, when I was younger, would tell me, oh, don't you, uh, God created you this way. God made you um, like this for disability because he wanted you f- to help other people or he made me to be a perfect body in his image. And to me, that's a joke. It's, to me, I don't like that idea Like, oh, I was granted to be the one who's disabled, who would get mocked in school, get mocked everywhere, uh, be overlooked for promotions, get overlooked for anything that's possible in my life. Uh, and as I got older, I kind of like realize. Well, this is great. I'm probably never going to get married. I probably don't. Probably won't have any kids. And it's a lot of it has to do with knowing that a lot of women don't look for men who are disabled, who don't think of me as someone as a primate to be in 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 part of their part of the group. to fulfill their needs to start a family and have kids and 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 that idea so so about 42 41 years later here I'm much more of an agnostic I believe that God has a purpose for something or for someone or for all of us but I just don't know and it the news is on, and we have Israel and, and a terrorist group called Hamas on TV. And everyone's being informed about Palestine and the Jews and the Arabics and the Muslims. They're clashing, and part of this Hamas group is part of an Islamic group, to my understanding and my knowledge. Where does this end about religion? How do we get through this part of religion? What do we say about this part of religion? Is this really about religion or is this about politics? And one of the things that I came across is you know, Ben Shapiro is a profound Jewish man and he's a very proud Jewish man. And what makes me interested about Shapiro is that he's really conservative, right-wing, Republican. He, he's he got that voice that kind of makes you cringe a little bit because he has a voice that I know everything, I know all, and he's a very well-educated man. But here's what I don't understand. You know, what part of your life are you what part of politics and religion do you separate them to? Now, the United States of America has the Constitution where we separate church from state. And we've done that from that first time that of, of the independence and the Bill of Rights as we extended into the Bill of Rights. But the real notion I'm trying to say is that even though Ben Shapiro is a very well-educated person, he did come up with a good idea. Uh, a stepping stone of the myths the four myths that the news the media tries to tries to implement on American people American politics European politics the world politics so the Old Testament is briefly educated to the Christians um, Adam and Eve Abraham, Isaac Jacob, the betrayal of Jacob and his brother Ezra for for control of the family seed or family jewels. Um, King David, King Solomon and then you get to the New Testament where the four disciples and Jesus and then the disciples after Jesus dies and resurrects and goes to heaven. You got Paul and the Acts and Revelation, but the four myths that Ben Shapiro wants to talk about is uh, the territory of the ma- of the Muslim territory, which is not which is he is right about that this territory was never the Muslim or Islam uh, territory from the from the time of fourteen hundred B.C. Uh, God sent or God uh, directed Joshua to the, to the promised land, which, my sense of the story was more like Moses was brought to the promised land after, after he was freeing the Jews from the Egyptians' uh, dictatorship, of the Israelites, but in this case, based on the Torah, of Ben Shapiro, he talks about Joshua was led to the promised land at fourteen hundred B.C. Uh, about 1,000 f- B.C., King David was part of that land of the uh, Israelites, or Palestine, the west, of west um, bank. Uh, 958, 956, it was King Solomon's uh, reign in that land of, of, of the Jews. Uh, 515 B.C., the second temple the first temple was um destructed so they b- rebuilt the second temple and then by the Monarch dynasty 1666 i think oh no i think it was maybe 66 bc or something i got i got that number incorrect uh uh israel jerusalem was destroyed And then 70 BC, okay, I'm sorry. So 70 BC, Jerusalem was destroyed. And then 13 ECE or CE after Christ, then the Jews were exiled. Now, it's been a while since I understood the CE or the BC or the AC. The AC is like after Christ, CC or CE. I'm not quite sure what that means. But by the time the Romans conquered the land, and renamed in the city of Palestine it's actually referencing to the battles of King David and the Philistines or or, or Samson and the Philistines as as well uh, They did it so because there's a mockery of the Jewish people now the Romans have always been kind of the people who have been uh, persecuting Christians and Jews or anything that's not part of uh, Caesar as a Caesar as a God or as as an image of God for the Romans, of my understanding. Um, but here's something that's interesting. Ben Shapiro makes it out so that Islam was not founded until the 7th century. And when I read a book about um, what is Islam, and this book was that I picked up years ago, right after 9-11, 2001. Um, it kind of made out more like 250 years after Christ. And the reason that, why that's important is because at the time when Jesus Christ died and resurrected from, f- from, the, from his death, the promise of him coming back, well, he made that promise already. He died on the cross and then he came back and then he was ascended to heaven. so the second coming of Jesus Christ technically already happened, but most Christians don't believe the second coming of Jesus Christ has yet come and so the Jews don't believe that either so that's something to really be uh, that's something to really think about that the timeline of when Islam and or oh, I should say, the time with um, Islamic faith, and Islam, or see, I, I get a little confused here. So I would like to call it the Islamic faith, based on the book that I read. It's about two hundred and fifty years after Christ, because these are the people who are still waiting for Jesus to come. But prophet, prophet Muhammad, it seems like he saw a vision of God or saw or through a dream or some sort of phase in his mind he went to a mountain I think it's almost the same mountain as Moses Sinai and saw visions from God. And his vision from God was to bring the Christians and the Jews back to believe in Allah God, the one being himself. Because the understanding of Judaism is that Judaism also believed that God's going to come back. But God's going to come back as a one form of a financial prophet and one form as a spiritual or, or a religious prophet. So, according to my understanding, Prophet Muhammad had a vision to tell people that it's not about a person that you have to believe in. It's about God that you have to believe in. Um, so, and other people to tell you, scientists and doctors, I also read this, that they thought that uh, Prophet Muhammad probably was um, going through uh, seizures, epilepsy, or something when he was seeing these visions. Now, I can't really quote that. I don't know if that's true, but there's some stuff out there that's kind of iffy, so I don't like to, to keep... Emphasizing that at all, so so going through that, so according to to uh, Ben Shapiro, Islam wasn't created until the seventh century, so there was no reason to be called uh, the the it was no there's no reason to be considered Palestine as a form of uh, Islam now. He also makes the point that there was never a, an Arab state was founded in this land, so in no time and period did Islam ever control this land as a state. And I'm thinking that he was thinking about the Old Testament, and not the New Testament. So the myth too that he claims is that Israel is the cause of the f- failure to partnership. Of the middle east now this is something that i think people should really uh, uh uh understand that i didn't understand so the league of nations was created after world war ii no world war one and it was united states and some other countries that got together that trying to make sure that a war would never happen again a world war a world war never would happen again now World War One was called the Great War. Okay, by the time World War Two showed up, they called World War, War the Great War, World War One. So by World War One, uh, the British had a lot of the uh, the colonies of, of power in that region because at the time there there used to be a British Empire. So the B- British promised the land back to. Back to the Jews, but by nineteen twenty their arabs their Arabic people and th- at this point is islam was so frustrated with this that they went out of their way in nineteen twenty to kill any to attack Jerusalem and kill all the Jews as a ma- because of the mandate that that eventually the the british would uh, start to divide the country and give it back to the Jewish people. Now this is where it gets really rough. At this point in history, this is really about politics. It has nothing to do with it nothing to do with um, with religion, in my point of view. Now, for some reason, the British colonies. The, or the the or the British people thought that that this was a good idea to to do this, but to be honest with you this is why I don't understand why the league the league uh, what's it called the legions the league uh, what's this called there's a there's a name for this for the powers of the uh, allies after World mm-hmm. War II. One or the Great War. The 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 League of Nations. The League of Nations, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to to make rules up for the British to split up the Holy Land among Jews, Christians, and Muslims. So by 1920, like I said, a, a bunch of Arabic people attacked the Jerusalem city. And they killed a bunch of Jews. And then in 1922, the the British Parliament or the British Empire uh, gave a white paper to Transjordan, and it would be the new, it would again divide the country into more Israel land. Or Israelites, or the state of Israel before it became a state of Israel, so so in nineteen twenty-two, the the British Empire has a Trans Jordan and twenty percent of the Palestine. It would be twenty percent of the Palestine state, and the Arabic state, which is now controlled by Jordan, is an Arabic country. By nineteen thirty-seven. There was a, another commission that suggested the land of the Jews to be extended to Jeppa and to Jerusalem and Judah and Samaria area. This is where I don't understand. So the the land of the Jude, Judah and Samaria area would be Arabic. Or, and then the Tetelivia mm-hmm. or Haffa would be part of the Jews' uh, colony. So, so by 1937, uh, the Brits restricted the Jews in any part of Palestine at the time because of World War II over Hitler. Uh, the Jews listened to the Brits and the Arabics listened to to Hitler. So by 1948, this is really important right here, 1948, Israel ended the mandate and then they became point that Israel's state was created. So Israel is what we know it now is now Israel. Okay? So this is what, okay, I'm going to st- stop right there. This is what I don't understand. Now, they say that there's a constitution in Israel, and this constitution really is for the Jews and for the Muslims, and they all co- can coexist. But the problem that you have is this. Now, even though Ben Shapiro says in this 5-4 Myths uh, d- uh, documentary, even though he says this, he's still referencing to the old Arabic Judaism, well, more more Judaism uh, state law. And what that means is that he profoundly believes that his religion is much more powerful than any constitution that could ever be made on paper between the Israelites and the Palestinians or the Arabics or the Muslims. Now if I skip if I skip a couple parts here, it does say, he does make it clear that 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 at one point in 1964 the Arabic still Control of the West Banks and Gaza Strip. But to be understanding of this, the Palestinians Liberation Organization was created to destroy all Jewish people. And the leader of this person of this Palestine Liberation was Ahmad El Shakur. And he basically, in 1967, Declare that there'll be no peace, no uh, recons- there's no, uh, nego- there'll there be no peace, there'll be no negotiations. there'll be no, um, there'll be just no reconquering of the land for the Israelites, and they would do anything possible to destroy any part of the israel state and surprisingly in 1967 um six days war resulted that the israel would gain gaza strip the west bank syria the desert uh uh uh, judea samaria would all become and all jerusalem would be part of the jewish state or israel state in 1977 Arabics attacked again and by 1979 Israel gave back S- Sinai to Egypt to make peace. By 1993, uh, the Palest uh, they had a accord, a Palestine state. so at this point there was supposed to be a Palestinian state. For their Arabic people, if that's if that's what makes sense, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, nineteen ninety eight, uh, the but nineteen ninety eight, it looks as though is the land of the Palestinian Authority uh, was rebelling again, and they try to make peace or Benjamin M- Nakhiti, of Israel, the Israel Prime Minister, the leader of Israel right now, uh, they try to make, or he try to make peace with with the Palestinian authorities. They didn't They didn't go well at all. Um, the territory of Arafat is 90% in Palestinians, in the West Banks, um, it goes on a little nitpicks of what the land is supposedly mm-hmm. part of. Mm-hmm. So So overall, overall, sometimes so sometimes when I read stuff like this, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm not part of that J- Jewish community or that Christian ca- or Islam community. Uh, By 2008, um, Israel's prime minister uh, gave back territory land to swap with um, for Jewish population or more. And there's just so much sovereignty. There's just so much I could get into that doesn't make sense to me. But I think I want to say one thing that's is this about this? Is that it seems as though that Israel keeps giving money, keeps giving land back to the Palestinian or Islamic Arabic people, just to make peace, which I don't think the radical Islams want any peace with anybody. And I don't understand the why this is happening, and. And I, I c- again, to be honest with you, at one point during the 1960s, there was a time where, where, where all the Arabic people left the land of of what was old Palestine by their own ch- by their own choice, and because they did it by their own choice it's not really the Jewish or the Jews uh, fought. They were told by their own people, their own leadership of the Arabic Islam people to leave the land. And now what happened is that other Arabic countries, instead of accepting these refugees who are Islamic into their country, they abandoned them and All the people that were Jewish that were living in the Arabic countries, Arabic states, Israel adopted all the refugees, all the Jewish refugees. So that's something to consider about thinking about. So it seems as though the Arabic people or the Islamic people sometimes don't like themselves or don't like a certain branch of their own people which i don't understand i think that might be part of that uh, the shiites and the shins of the islamic world one party believes in prophet muhammad's uh direct descendants to become the next muhammad or next leader the other part of islam believes another person another Seed should be the part of the, the new leadership of Islam. And that creates a lot of problems. Now, one thing I, d- I want to say this is that is that this is the part about Ben Shapiro I don't agree with. And it has to do with the Supreme Court of Palestine or, I mean, the Supreme Court of Israel. And when I, by my understanding, by my understanding, there is a, there is like the Knesset. For example, the problem with the constitution of Israel is that the the Knesset is the supreme court, and they pass the laws of the land, and they are elected by the by the parliament and the president has a lot of power supposedly the so, so supreme court of Israel doesn't have hardly any power supposedly but but the Knesset supervisors then work with the government through a committee to decide what the land of the law is going to be And for the last five years, it seems as though that they had election five times in four years. And the population of the the Knesset is about 120 people. And they are elected directly by the public every four years. Sounds very familiar. It sounds like the American Constitution or politics. Not the Constitution, but politics. So... And then the this represents the state of Israel, the citizens. The plen- uh, then the plenum is the central body of the Knesset, the highly authority people. These are the people with the highest power. And then. And then the there is about nineteenth Knessets. And and it seems as though. It seems as though that that what's going on with with Israel and Hamas is this by the writer named Coleman Hughes. So based on Mr. W- Coleman Hughes, he then says that, that Israel Prime Minister has a lot of power, or the Knesset, the parliament, has a majority rule. And Benjamin, I can't pronounce his name correctly because I have a difficulty with speech. I have a speech impairment. And Nakitu, so it seems as though that the majority leader rule is Benjamin Nakitu too. The Supreme Court does not have any power to say no to to anything of the Knesset or anything against the Prime Minister. So if the Prime Minister decides to do one thing, the Supreme Court cannot step in and say that's inhumane to do or that's not the constitutional thing to do. So by Mr. Coleman Hughes, he says for the last 30 years the Supreme Court has been taking more and more power, the basic laws, and now the Supreme Court is telling the Knesset it is no longer allowing them to implement rules in the West Bank because it's falls in the human rights uh, policies that's that is not um the well being of c- civilians and and so the supreme court are like left-wingers sympathetic towards the palestinians mm-hmm. and right-wing is the conservative uh parliament of Mr. Prime Minister the president Benjamin Netanyahu and the right-wing thinks that supreme court expanding its own power for its own gain and in, in itself and the right wing wants to strip the power away from the supreme court because they believe it's the anti-democratic way to think or to d- run things but the left wing the supreme court is the defender of the human minority rights so the human rights of this of this. So I would like to thank Mr uh, Coleman Hughes to for clearing this up a little bit. So we have a problem. And the problem is this. The the problem is that the problem is that Israel doesn't really have a constitution that's based on the people. It's based on old religious rules. And their rules is that the Jewish people are going to be saved and the Jewish people are the chosen people. It's not the Christians, it's not the Jew. It's, it's not the Christians, it's not the Muslims, it's not the atheists, it's not the agnostics, but the Jews. So this land that we're talking about, and Ben Shapiro c- can tell you a hundred times, this is not about land, this is about the Jewish people being slaughtered in the name of 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 Hamas. And 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 the people who are helping Hamas are Iranians, the Iranian government. But this but this Israel state or this land I'm talking about, it is about religion. It's less more about politics. In, and human rights that is more about religious rights and religious standard and your belief in your own God that is going to choose you over anybody that is not Jewish or not Christian or not Muslim depending on what God or religion you believe in. So this is a far-fetched Ben Shapiro says, this is not about the land. This is about the civilians, the Jewish people. And then he goes off with the four myths. And the first thing he directly talks about is, is the land of the Jews in the Old Testament. So, to me, Ben Shapiro is contradicting himself. But... For him, as a Jewish man, he is not he's not convicted. He's not convicted. He's not. He's not lying, or he's not contradicting himself. See, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mouth because I've been talking too much. So. So where do we go from here? The result of this is this. They need to write a constitution that has nothing to do with Judaism and nothing to do with Christianity and nothing to do with Islam. And this new constitution should be written a lot like the U.S. Constitution, that the church and state are separate. And and if the Arabic people do not want to live in the land of the Israelites or the land of the, the the Israel state, then they can leave in their own choice. And then they can go to Arabic countries and to follow their laws. (coughs) But one of the first things I would do is probably change the name of that country. It would no longer be Israel, the state of Israel because if it's a state of Israel, It won't exist. Well, the problem that okay, the problem that if you keep the name to Israel, the state of Israel, it implies that it's always going to be Judaism or the land of the Jews, and that's something that you do not want to do. And by doing, by giving it a whole different name, that includes the Palestinians, that includes the Jews, the Christians, the atheists, the agnostics. You invite everyone into your land. And that's probably one of the best places to start, is to change the name of the land. And the the only people that can do that are the people that live in that land. The Jews, the Muslims, the Christians. But you need to first vote people in your Congress that are not associated with any part of religion. Now... I also, it may sound like a contradiction because there were a lot of American people, American Constitution was written by people who are based on Christian faith. But I know one thing, George Washington was written really based on his own Christian faith. Um, uh, Alexander Hamilton, I don't think he was really a Christian himself. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, maybe a little bit more than anybody else. In the, in f- the founding fathers of the United States of America, but John Adams was a founding father and, and he was a Christian, so. So the problem that you're going to have with the land of Israel, is that you're implying you're. You're associating, everything to within, uh, everything based on Judaism. So. I wish this was a lot more easier to talk about. But there's one thing that someone told me years ago. Well, no, not, not not even years ago. So there was a point where Israel and Saudi Arabia were about to sign a deal, a huge deal. It's almost the biggest peace treaty deal you could ever imagine. So Saudi Arabia, in Israel, Saudi Arabians are... Arabic, Islam, and Israel, the state of Israel is Ju- Ju- a Judea or Judas or Judaism, and these two guys were gonna make a deal with each other, transaction that would m- make both these parties and countries wealthy. However, Iran did not like the idea, supposedly, so they've been funding Hamas, like what I said earlier, to self destruct this deal. And long story short, Iran is part of the old Persia uh, country before it was called Iran. And by my understanding, Iranians do not consider them Islamic. They do not consider them Christians or Jews. They consider themselves a whole different party a whole different face, phase, phase of the Middle East. So they do not want to be associated with the Jews and they do not want to be associated with the Muslims. They're their own Greek type of god. But they're not Greek, but their own Persian type uh, uh, ideal goddesses and gods. Okay? so, So, and I also think that with the election coming on this year by having someone like Joe Biden in a situation where he cannot solve the Middle East this is also creating problems more problems than Ukraine and and Russia and this is something that that it seems as though is that these wars get started or there's fear in the fire because certain elections the of the of the united states and i don't really care if you don't like joe biden as a president or you like or don't like donald trump as a president we have a situation where where a lot of these countries are looking to us or for us or something to solve someone's problem or we need to solve our own problem. Now, I'm going to respect all the presidents that we have, but I do think that if Joe Biden goes against Donald Trump in the the election in 2024, it's going to be another hot mess. And I really don't think it's going to help the Middle East and I don't think it's going to help out uh the Ukrainian war, the the Russian war that's going on over there. I really don't. I just don't see how it could happen. So so I'd like to thank Ben Shapiro for for helping me to to, to follow to, to understand the politics of Israel, the state of Israel. And I'd like to thank everyone out there that listened to this live podcast. And I'm only doing this right now because I'm not really good at this yet. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be good at it. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm only doing this because I really think that people like me should be associated with people. Politics and science and education and sports and and living their life, I really do I honestly do because a lot of people with disabilities we're not really there or we're not really here to do anything. A lot of times we come home from work, we play video games, and we sit around, and maybe some of us watch a little porn, but nothing really happens. In our lives. But in my case, I like to make things happen as much as possible. I really do. Honest to God. And I just want people to, to really understand. I want people to really understand that, 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 that everyone has the opportunity to be heard. And to be talked about. And to be here right now. So if you're out there and you are disabled or you're an old veteran or a new veteran or just became a disabled through an accident or something or birth defect, you have a choice. You have an opportunity to be heard. So I'm going to try to do a podcast once a week, and today is Monday. So I can't do this every Monday because I'm at work. Every other Monday, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, and I'm at work every other weekend. So I work during the week and the week and every other weekend. So I I I have to come up with a day, and time, so that anybody can listen to me. Now, next time I come on the podcast, it could be simply talking about parlays and football or basketball, or it could be the next time it could be with a friend of mine. That We'll talk about um, our issues with our lives, with getting older and having a disability and so on and so forth. So if you like this podcast, you can find it on Palm Bean. You can find it on Spotify. Um, you can find it on com. I'm doing these two platforms because I wanted to try to um, elaborate anywhere that anyone can listen to. Um you can listen to me on Apple Podcasts, um, any other platform that has my podcast. That's aso- anything that's associated with Apple Podcasts. You'll find it. So the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Uh, if you have any questions, email me at crazydrepodcastshow dot com. I mean, crazy Drake po- Crazy po- Crazy Podcast Show at gmail.com. Peace, love, and respect each other as much as you can possibly catch.